Call 1-800-449-8811. That's 1-800-449-8811. 1-800-449-8811. Or go to selectquote.com. Full details on example policy and carrier ratings at selectquote.com slash commercials. Price could vary by health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. You're in the Can Equip Case IH Red Zone Hour on The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Hour 2, 103, Dylan Michaels, Shane Dennis with you for another hour. And then we'll hand you off to the pulse of Pat Strothman. He's out at Rainier Arms Firearms Academy at 2831 North Greenwich, our home away from Riverfront, back at Rainier today from 2 to 4. And up until 4 o'clock, I guess today, if you want to drop by, and we encourage you to do so, but any old time you want to go in there, you tell them that you heard about them on ESPN, uh, ESPN Wichita 92.3, you get a free range pass to Rainier Firearms Academy. Great place to go, clean, well lit, very, very impressive. And if you haven't been out there, swing by today to see old Pat from 2 to 4 with the Pulse. Rainier Arms Firearms Academy, he'll be out there again today. All right, some headlines for you before we get to some K-State talk in the next segment. But in the world of college basketball, we, we talked about uh, the uh, unsavory story of Long Beach State. It's not a whole lot better at a program that is used to win after win after win. But lately it hasn't been that way at Louisville. Ten years ago, Louisville won a national title. Now... The Cardinals are one of the worst power conference teams to ever take the court. And that is not an exaggeration. If you haven't been paying attention, Louisville, under first-year head coach, and unfortunately for him, although either way it wouldn't matter, uh, former player, Kenny Payne, Louisville is 3-23, and including 1-14, and in ACC play, their only victory was against Georgia Tech. According to Ken Palm, Louisville is ranked 286, and there are 363 Division One teams. And I can't believe this is right, but maybe it is. I guess I could check real quick on Ken Palm, which I will do right now. No, that's this checks out. This is amazing. No other team in the country has fewer wins than Louisville with only three. IUPUI, Green Bay, LIU Brooklyn, and Hartford are at the very, very bottom of the Ken Palm. All of them have at least three wins, and IUPUI and Hartford both have more wins than Louisville does. They turn the ball over on 23% of their possessions. That is the eighth worst mark in the nation. 
And this is the first time in the 109-year history of the program that Louisville has lost more than 20 games. And I'm certainly not trying to pile on Louisville because it's bad enough the way it is. But a couple of things. I guess nothing lasts forever. Nothing's guaranteed. And just when you think your program is in the toilet, you could be 3-23. and 23. And that's only 10 years removed from a national title. And when you look a little bit closer and further down the line, this Louisville team could lose as many as 28 games pretty easily. Five remaining games against Clemson, Duke, the rematch against Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, and Virginia. Now, if you remember back uh, seven years, seven seasons, whatever, the widely considered at the time worst team ever in a power five or power conference, whatever you want to look, however you want to look at it, Rutgers back in 2016 was viewed as the worst major conference basketball team we'd ever seen to that point. They were 0-15 in the Big Ten and 6-22 overall. And they played Minnesota at the time to decide who would be in the basement. And Minnesota beat Rutgers by 22 and Minnesota was 1-13 at the time. And this was, again, back in 2015-2016 season where the Scarlet Knights were 0-15 in the league and 6-22 and overall. I hate to break it to Louisville fans and folks, but even that team for Rutgers won seven games. And Louisville might just be stuck on three. Yikes. Um, back in October, you remember, or maybe you don't, they lost an exhibition game by ten points to Lenore Rhine, which is a Division Two team. That is currently 10 and 14. So it could always be worse when you're talking about college basketball and how things are going. In the NBA, Celtics removed the interim tag from Joe Mazzula's title on Thursday. Gave the rookie head coach an extension. Boston is 42 and 17. Got the NBA's best record. Michaela Schifrin won the giant slalom on Thursday for her 13th individual medal at the World Alpine Skiing Championships. That's the most in modern history, man or woman. And also, Dylan, I'm sure you heard and saw this. Travis Kelsey is scheduled to host Saturday Night Live on March the 4th. Will we see Jason Kelsey... Patrick Mahomes, 
or anybody else as an ensemble for Travis Kelsey on Saturday Night Live March 4th? What say you, Dylan? I feel like those two choices, if you were betting, would be minus 100 and then everyone else is in the plus. <laughs> because I feel like Jason is a lock. And if they do a locker room scene, which it seems like they always do with the players. Like the players, there's always like a funny locker room where everyone's mm-hmm. dressed in Chiefs uniforms. Like that'll be funny. I bet Patrick would be in that if that happens. So I feel like both of them could make an appearance. Um, or he goes Rihanna and just says, I'm going to do this myself. So I I think those three are the most – I mean, obviously, the no one showing up is easy to take, but I think uh, you're better off with Jason just because of the podcast. And okay. it's closer to New York and Philly. Yeah. I got to believe at the very least Mahomes will be in the in the, in the, uh, in the crowd. But yes, I wouldn't be surprised if they, they work him into a skit, though, too. And so, Jason. That ought to, be, ought to be good. Yeah, yeah. You know, did you buy into – the fact that uh, Jason was so upset with the loss that he might retire. Did you did you hear that one? Well, I wouldn't say that because uh, he was about to retire last year, really. I, I don't know. Maybe the loss I would feel like would fuel him for one more season because on the podcast, I think he said, let me let the batteries recharge, and I had a lot yeah. of fun this year was what he said. So to me, I felt like that was kind of saying, like, I want to take one more shot at this thing. I think we could do it. I just think the problem is their defense loses more than their offense is going to, and that's going. And that was their worst unit. Saw a bunch of free agents yeah. on uh, on TV this morning. I didn't realize 13. that. Yeah. Oh uh, man. Yeah, you talk about nothing lasts forever. It's tough to reload. Certainly in the we already did the, the hard NFL part too. Yeah, we already yeah we already cut the big free agent player, the big name player that we didn't want to part ways with, and now all of our guys that played well are rookies. So it's kind of like right. You know, it's two opposites of this offseason, basically, for the Super Bowl teams. Well, you lock up your boys. You lock up Mahomes and Kelsey and then try to take advantage of – take advantage is probably a bad word, but take advantage of everybody else on their rookie contracts, right? I mean, all those cornerbacks, a couple of those linebackers, uh, Karloftis, Chanel, you're getting all those guys on the cheap, and that's how you win Super Bowls. Right, and you got, like – I mean, I'm – bunch of multiple draft picks in the later rounds again like two-thirds you know two-fourths yep. that kind of set up again and he does really well with those picks i mean i love draft season so I'm i excited. do too and yep. i i've learned now by kind of listening to veach and seeing his picks to if you want to try and see who the chiefs are liking look for players that are either playing out of position or multiple positions because it seems yep. like you know with sneed um, who was the other guy just recently last year that was playing out of position? But it, they get guys that are playing multiple positions, like athletes, and it seems to work out for them. So it's a good method. I was watching a replay of the uh, the Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl yesterday, and, man, what a difference just a couple of years make. You know, there's just so many people, and for the 49ers too, and nothing stays the same for anybody, but there were so many guys that played in that Super Bowl in Miami Gardens that didn't play, weren't still on the team, and certainly didn't play in the Super Bowl against the Eagles the other day. So, yeah, uh, yeah, things are looking up for Kansas City for sure. Yeah, and it's good turnover. Like, it shows. And then, I mean, look at the Niners. Like, they kind of did the same thing. Like, Joe, I was watching that too. It's funny you said that. Like, I saw Joe Staley was their left tackle, and now it's Trent Williams. It's just so – because that was, I think, his last year. And it's kind of – just crazy how the turnover happens after a Super Bowl. And you, you think, like, oh, this team will look the same next year. It, it, you have no idea, basically, no. until training camp. 
Yeah, Kendrick Bourne was gone. Yep. Jimmy G kind of is gone. Marheem Mostert's gone. Emmanuel Sanders is gone. Yeah, it was kind of wow. Yeah. You just stop and go, wow, that guy's gone too. That and It's, it's pretty always, fluid. It's always the teams with the one years and who's picking up the guys midseason like the Eagles were doing when they picked up Sue and Linval Joseph. And the, both yeah. of those guys are free agents again. And it's like you – I wonder if there's more pressure. I, I would imagine there's more pressure – in their locker room at that Super Bowl to get it done. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say that, but it feels like the Chiefs, like they don't think at least in the back of their heads, boy, we got to do it now because we might lose all these players next year. They at least have a good core and a lot of rookies. Well, I also feel like they have a little bit of a trump card the Chiefs do because they got some skins on the wall as far as getting the AFC championship. And so anytime from one year to the next, there's a not necessarily an old superstar, but an aging superstar that's running out of chances. KC's got that in their back pocket. Like, hey, come over here for a year yes. or two or whatever. Great you get point. a chance to win a ring. And I feel like, I don't know if I'm stretching things a little bit, and I don't know if you guys in Kansas City have heard any rumblings about this, but a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, he's not getting any younger. And what kind of a fit would that be in Kansas City? And I think that would, this may be a pipe dream and maybe like playing fantasy football, but, you know, before – it's all said and done. Would would D Hop, you know, want to play with Patrick Mahomes? I think the simple answer would be yes. Right. So, and here's the other thing that stinks, and I love that, and I want that to happen. But now we're going to get into the realm of, well, why would you help the Chiefs? Why are you sending the Chiefs anything? It's kind of like the Patriots back in the day, but there were dumb teams that still sent the Randy Moss over there. So hopefully that'd be fun. I, I agree. Yeah, with and, you. and and not necessarily in a trade, but you know, right? If if it were them, they're in the NFC. We don't have to worry about the Chiefs until the Super Bowl. So and no one's ever gonna... accused the Cardinals of being a smart franchise. So That's true. They take advantage of them. Yeah, yeah I, get, I like it. Speaking of football, for some of you, if you care, the XFL season kicks off this weekend with all eight teams in action. And the one interesting part about that, to me, is... Teams will play their home games in their respective markets, but all eight will practice during the week near Arlington, Texas, where the XFL headquarters is located. And each weekend, they'll fly out of Texas for their games, and in many cases, or maybe all cases, on the very same plane as their opponent. Kind of weird part of the XFL. We talked about college baseball just a little bit ago. The college baseball preseason top 25 features a whole lot of SEC schools. LSU is pretty much the unquestioned number one, as they have one of the best individual college baseball players in the country. An outfielder is probably going to be the top overall pick in the MLB draft coming up. But the top five in the college baseball preseason top 25 uh, according to D1 Baseball, LSU, Tennessee, Stanford, Ole Miss, and Texas A&M. The, what, uh, they've won three straight College World Series, the SEC has, and four of the last five, and four of those five, top five teams in the nation I just read were SEC teams, with Stanford being the only outlier. LSU has the nation's best class both among transfers and freshmen so that's why they're number one three more sec teams are in the top 10 and another two are in the top 25 
The SEC also dominates the rankings at the individual level with 23 of the nation's top 50 players, according to D1 Baseball. No other conference has more than 13. The SEC has 23. The All-Star Weekend in the NBA is coming up. The All-Star festivities begin tonight in Salt Lake City. Celebrity game at 6 o'clock on ESPN. Rising Stars on TNT before All-Star Saturday night and the game itself on Sunday take over the weekend. The Skills Challenge is Saturday. Three-point contest also Saturday. Slam dunk contest and then team captains LeBron James and the Greek Freak will draft their squads an hour before the game on Sunday. That's at 6.30 on TNT. Genesis Invitational going on right now. Tiger Woods trying to make the cut. The cut line at last report was right around even. And Tiger actually rolled in consecutive birdies to end his first round. That coverage continuing on golf, ESPN+. Plus and eventually this weekend on CBS. Iowa State and K-State coming up at 1 o'clock. You can hear that right here on ESPN Wichita 92.3. As K-State tries to get off the schneid, they take on Iowa State in a rematch game at Bramlage Coliseum. Some other top ten matchups coming up this weekend. Number 10, Tennessee against Kentucky. And a top ten matchup. In Allen Fieldhouse, number nine, Baylor, and number five, Kansas, Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock. And in the American, pretty big matchup between Memphis and number two, Houston. That's Sunday at 2 on ESPN. Um, And one final note before we get to some K-State talk with Derek Young. Sister Jean, the nun from Loyola, Chicago, has written a memoir Sister Jean Dolores Schmidt, that's her full name. She's 103, and she was introduced to everybody during that 2018 Final Four run by Loyola. Her memoir is titled Wake Up With Purpose, What I've Learned in My First 100 Years. She wakes up every morning at 5 a.m., prays, and then reads the gospel on her iPad. She was quoted as saying, I guess there aren't too many 103-year-old nuns using iPads these days, but I'm pretty comfortable with modern technology. I've always said, if you're not moving forward, you're going to get left behind real quick. Adaptability is my superpower, unquote. Oh, by the way, living to be 103 could be argued as a superpower, too. Sister Jean has a memoir. All right, those are your headlines. A reminder that... The Pulse, Pat Strothman, is going to be out at Rainier Arms Firearms Academy. And coming up here in two days, they have a class out there about defending your home. And it's from noon to five. Defending your home is a class designed to give students the knowledge and considerations to defend their homes and loved ones effectively. Topics covered are certainly home defense, developing a plan, considerations for defending your home, uh, interactions with law enforcement upon arrival, the aftermath of a home invasion, all that stuff that you don't want to think about but is paramount in protecting your home and your family. 
they got a, a class on that out at Rainier Arms Firearms Academy coming up on Sunday. So check into that. Swing by there at some point today before 4 o'clock. Not only can you see Pat and check out the Pulse, but check out that uh, Defending Your Home class from noon to 5 on Sunday. 2831 North Greenwich, Pat Strothman and the Pulse broadcasting live there from 2 to 4. We'll talk to him in just a little bit. But when we come back, we need to talk K-State sports with Derek Young from kstateonline.com. That's next. You're as cold as ice. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Here in Manhattan, every man is a wildcat. Into the corner for three. Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Join us for the start of a new era. Our next head basketball coach at Kansas State University, Jerome Tang. Be a part of the wildcat journey all season long on your home for Kansas State basketball. Saturday, Kansas State faces Iowa State. Hear the tip-off at 1 right here on the home of the Wildcats, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. If you are a man over 40, listen up because this could impact how much you're getting done during the day and at night. The harsh reality is once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. Here's the good news Nugenics, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC, has changed the game again for men over 40 with Nugenics Total T, their most powerful man boosting formula ever. And guys all over America are raving about it. Jeremy P says, This is the best product I've found to raise T levels. I plan on using the product for the rest of my life. And how about Shane D? He says, I have had no drive and was tanked out at the end of the day. After three months, my energy level is through the roof. I work out like most 19-year-olds. I am 47. Guys over 40, you need Nugenics Total Tea. And right now, you can get a complimentary bottle. Just text BEACH to 42424. It's the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. But you can only get your complimentary bottle by texting BEACH to 42424. That's B-E-A-C-H to 42424. Text BEACH to 42424. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. There are so many words to describe Panera's new Chef's Chicken Sandwiches. The chicken, juicy, succulent, seared. The brioche roll, buttery and toasty. The Parmesan crisps, crunchy, tangy. The secret aioli, creamy and rich. All those words, but when you have a bite, you might just be left speechless. Panera's new Chef's Chicken Sandwiches. Enjoy $1 delivery fee when you order on our app. Restrictions apply. For details, visit PaneraBread.com slash delivery info. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. When it comes to making plans for next year, it's time to think new for 22. Take advantage of the season's best pricing on model year 2022 Case IH equipment from Candyquip. Axial flow combines and headers, early riser planters, and more. Plus five years of an AFS Connect subscription with purchase on select equipment. Visit Can Equip in Wichita and Hutchinson, your Case IH Red Zone sponsor. Can Equip, Can Equip you.
State's got a big one on Saturday against Iowa State on the hardwood. Welcome back to the show. It's 127. You can hear that game right here on ESPN Wichita 92.3. And we go to the hotline right now and talk to our K-State insider from kstateonline.com, Derek Young. Welcome back to the show, Derek. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, you see any themes in that uh, latest road trip on uh, for K-State between Texas Tech and OU? I thought uh, the OU game, their inability to guard was pretty alarming. What stuck out to you with K-State in this little two-game slide, Derek? Yeah, it's been kind of the, the, the defensive effort against Oklahoma, as you pointed out. That was probably what... I would draw as the biggest conclusion as to why they fell in that particular game. Um, not that they're really a great defense to begin with. Kansas State hasn't really won with defense that many times this year. I can only think of about one or two Big 12 games in general where I thought that they really leaned on their defense to win the game, which is surprising in itself because I think I entered this year thinking or entered the season thinking that that was probably going to be the strong point of this team, and it certainly isn't. Um, but they were hot offensively there for a really nice stretch at the beginning of Big 12 play, and that was really responsible for the majority of their conference wins at this at this point and, and why they're still, you know, kind of floating there at the top half of the league. And, and then against Texas Tech, obviously, it was the turnovers, um, which have been a consistent issue for Kansas State throughout the season. But I did think that they, they improved in that regard, not that they were perfect, but they improved in the turnover department when they played uh, against Oklahoma and Norman. And they've lost four out of five, so I guess uh, extrapolating that out to their last five games, Derek, is this just a, a byproduct of a rugged Big 12 or maybe something more? I mean, that's a good question. It's probably, you know, what I've been going back and forth on trying to, to determine myself. I'm not sure that I really have the answer or at least have one where I feel like I have a ton of conviction on it. I, I don't know about you, I guess, and maybe it's the hope here, but I'm starting to cling on just to a rugged Big 12. Um, I know it's been a little worse for them than others um, at times, but if you go through about just any Big 12 team, um, even the ones that are in first or in second with a game or a two-game lead on Kansas State at this point, uh, they've all had some problematic times this season as well, right? I mean, I know everyone – would probably come to the conclusion that Baylor might be the hottest team in the league right now and the one team that you wouldn't want to play. They lost their first three, and people were wondering what was wrong with them. If you, if you go back and remember um, what it was like at the end of December and the beginning of January, that wasn't a good time for Baylor. I think Kansas went through a very problematic stretch, and um, I think it was at Kentucky when they actually snapped out of it and got that win, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so you that's seen right. it from Kansas. You've seen it from Baylor. Uh, you saw it from Oklahoma State. They're, they're another team like Baylor playing really hot basketball right now, but they had a tricky uh, start to their Big 12 slate as well. Iowa State's kind of going through it, through it. They had their get-right game the other night when they knocked off TCU, of course. But it just if I wanted to extrapolate it like you're suggesting, it just seems like every team has kind of had this stretch. Um, not all of them have bounced back as quick, but every team has kind of run into this this season and uh so i i guess i because of that i would 
my answer is that the rugged Big 12, um, I, I didn't mention TCU. They've had a tough stretch, too. Um, theirs is probably more to do with the lack of health than anything. You're going to be pretty shorthanded when you don't have Mike Miles and, and when you don't have Eddie Lampkin. Uh, the only team that's kind of been consistent without an alarmingly poor stretch has been Texas. But they just lost, uh, of course, as well, not too long ago, and they get Kansas on Saturday. So I think their poor stretch of basketball, or at least a, 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 what appears to be a slump that might just be a, the Big 12 being this good, I think Texas is about to run into uh, you know, a stretch here where they probably won't appear to be the team that we thought of them throughout the entire season. And, and if, you, if you think so on that like I do, then you wonder if the Big 12 – at some point here in the next couple of weeks, comes down to Kansas and Baylor. Yeah, and the the, te- the three teams that you mentioned at the very first uh, part of that answer, Kansas, Texas, and Baylor, uh, you don't luck into beating those guys. And you look at what K-State did to them, all three. They put 116 in regulation on Texas. And obviously they are maybe – a little bit better, a uh, little bit different team than they were when when Kansas State played them, but they're certainly not going to apologize for it. And then the very next game, they go down and put ninety five or ninety seven rather on Baylor, and then a couple of days after that, they put eighty something on Kansas and beat them all. So I guess if uh, K State fans want to take a little solace in this and maybe lean on, like you and I were just talking about, it's just a rugged Big Twelve. Seven and six is nothing to sneeze at in this league, and year after year, as long as you're 500 in this league, you're going to get a really good seed in the NCAA tournament. I think the the same can be said for Kansas State again this year. Absolutely, and that was going to be my next point because you, you started to stir up some thoughts in my head when you kind of went through that. Those are yeah, three of the more impressive wins you'll find across the entire country this season, and Kansas State did that. It uh, doesn't mean they can't do it again. I know fans are probably – a little, you know, going through it a little bit right now. And no one likes to lose or and not look good um, for an extended period of time, even though it hasn't been that extended. But it's been, you know, a, a not-so-fun two or three weeks for Kansas State fans, and I get that. But if you kind of get out and remove yourself from that little silo, um, maintain the perspective of maybe what you thought the season was going to be like before it even started, and right. then recognize what league you're also in and what you have already accomplished this year. And the fact that at least you're so, – another thing that I've kind of wrote about this in the last week, and another thing that I think is probably overlooked just a little, and we'll see if it comes through, it's better to be slumping now than in March. I, mm-hmm. I You know, you kind of go back and look at some of the teams that have really risen up um, – Slumping in February, no one wants to slump ever, but it's not a bad time to slump because you, you, you typically snap out of it right in time for a potential tournament run. We saw that from Iowa State a year ago when they started out fast, then they hit the wall, and then they, they snapped out of it, finally broke through that wall just as the Big 12 and NCAA tournament were, or were beginning, and it turned out to be a great time for them. They made the Sweet 16 um, under a first-year head coach. A lot of similarities between those two but again like if you can't say fans wanted to get out of that silo remove yourself from it and uh, not just put your negative bias on it because of how you feel after you know a tough three weeks go look at people that don't have the same bias that are looking from this from a you know a non-biased point of view keep using that word but just about every bracketology looks at what kansas state's done this year looks at their resume um 
They have among the most quad one wins in the entire country. You, it's tough to find a a bracket preview out there right now that doesn't have Kansas State as still a five seed or better. And I guess when when you really want to strip it all down, you're not close enough to the Big Twelve tournament yet, where you can kind of see the finish line. But you're also nowhere near the beginning of the season. So if basketball has a dog days portion, yeah, I guess maybe the Big Twelve yep. is kind of it. Yeah, five games left. Yeah, and, and you know, losing's not fun. It can t- kind of take a tool on you mentally. But I think you get kind of get to this point of the year where you're, you're playing the, just feels like you're playing the same teams every night, two times a year. It feels like you've been playing basketball probably for seven months. So I think, I think, and I know everybody's going through it, so you're not any more tired or fatigued or exhausted than everyone else. But I think some mental fatigue, I think, I think February is a tough month probably for college basketball players in general. Talking to Derek Young, KStateOnline.com, talking cats. They've got a big one. Well, they're all big. And then they got Iowa State coming in uh, Saturday, and you can hear it right here on the channel. What do you see from Iowa State uh, compared to the last time K-State saw them and just uh, Iowa State thoughts in general, Derek? Uh, I think they're probably still the same for the most part. Gabe Kalsher has cooled off. Uh, Trey King has improved. Osin Osini has improved. They're getting better around the paint. Um, you kind of know what you're going to get from Taman Lipsy, who's uh, not necessarily a three-point shooter, but a guy that finishes really well around the hoop. Uh, they just – but if I wanted to make one grand sweeping conclusion about Iowa State, and, and I know they just lost at home to Oklahoma State not too long ago, but they did just crack TCU pretty good. They are probably more than anyone in the league and maybe amongst more than anyone in the entire country uh, different when they play at home than they are on the road. That's not in anything that – I don't want to take anything away from what Iowa State has done. They've been a pretty good program um, and made the Sweet 16 last year under T.J. Otzelberger, and they were right there just along with Kansas State as contending for the Big 12 championship not too long ago before they hit one of their own skids. But – there's not a bigger discrepancy in performance from any team in the league um, as Iowa State is from being on the road and at home. So I've had Kansas State take wrong quite a bit the past few weeks just because I, I feel like they're going to snap out of it. But this Saturday, it just feels like there, there is that formula in that recipe for Kansas State to snap out of it. To the, their last home game, they beat TCU by 21. Their only home loss of the year is to Texas. Um, every other game they've won at Bramlage Coliseum. And the only reason they lost to Texas was a poor second half. Iowa State's not very good on the road. They they finally got the desperate win that they needed. Kansas State's still searching for that desperate win. Uh, just There seems to be a lot coming to a head on Saturday for it to be a Wildcat win, in my opinion. And finally, before I let you go, I always uh, try to keep a pretty close eye on point guards uh, for significant teams' minute, uh, minutes. And Marquise Noel has logged a lot of minutes, and maybe uh, that's the overarching thing, if not one thing, for this four out of the last five, the dog days and all the stuff we just talked about. Noel's had to log some pretty big minutes this year. Yeah, he has, and you wonder if that's played into anything. But I'll tell you with him, um, he's kind of like an energizer bunny of sorts that doesn't necessarily – look exhausted ever um i've seen him play a game 45 minutes last year i think came close to doing that this year and it looked like he could go for another 40 like <laughs> an entire other game after he's not someone that 
is really a victim of that. Uh, I think there's, I think it's a rare trait, of course, and I think everyone has probably, you know, a threshold. But I just have never seen it with him. Now, maybe we, when you see it, it comes in the form of, you know, maybe he loses a little bit of range on a shot, or why he's not, you know, necessarily as efficient from the three point line as he was at one point. But the drop off hasn't been major. Uh, just because with Noel, what really kind of makes you pull your hair out uh, isn't necessarily, in my mind, a product of exhaustion or fatigue or a ton of minutes, and it's just his decision-making. Now, maybe yeah. it's mental fatigue at this point in the season because we're in February, but I don't think the minutes really play a role for that. So, I, I, I yeah, I, it's a fair point, and, and it typically does come into factor. Don't, don't get me wrong, but with Marquise Noel, what worries me the most isn't really necessarily physical exhaustion taking uh, an impact on anything that he's doing, but more so mentally for him when it comes to his decision-making. K-State and Iowa State tomorrow afternoon. You can hear it right here on ESPN, Wichita 92.3, kstateonline.com's Derek Young. has been my guest. Always great catching up, Derek. Thank you for the time and the info. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. All right, when we come back, we need to play a little I'm old Dylan Young. But before we do, we need to remind you here in an hour or so, a little over an hour, it is happy hour at Twin Peaks, and no one does happy hour like Twin Peaks. 21st and Rock, Ridge and Taft, two locations in Wichita, whatever your your preference. they got everything from tequila cocktails and extensive bourbon category to top-shelf spirits and cocktails served over ice balls. Local craft beers and handcrafted whiskey cocktails round out an adventurous drink menu second to none. And don't forget about their 29-degree man-sized drafts. And if you want to stay up to date on all things Twin Peaks and score some free stuff, sign up for their e-club. It's easy. Go to TwinPeaksRestaurant.com slash Peaks-Club and get started today. I'm old Dylan's Young, coming up next. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. When it comes to making plans for next year, it's time to think new for 22. Take advantage of the season's best pricing on model year 2022 Case IH equipment from Candyquip. Axial flow combines and headers, early riser planters, and more. Plus five years of an AFS Connect subscription with purchase on select equipment. Visit CanEquip in Wichita and Hutchinson, your Case IH Red Zone sponsor. CanEquip, CanEquip, you. Hey, Wichita, it's Pat, and I'm here with Clay from Best Body Shop. Hey, Clay, you talk a lot about OEM parts. What exactly is OEM? OEM stands for Original Equipment Manufacturer. These parts are coming directly from the manufacturer, but the more important question is, what does it matter to you? At the end of the day, the safety of your vehicle is reliant on the parts that we use and the repairs of your vehicle. That's why at Best Body Shop, we use 100% OEM parts on 100% of the repairs. Call 316-516-3827 or go online to Best Body Shop in wichita.com 
Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I, I told y'all before the season, we got, we got Coach Andy Reid, we got guys like Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Frank Clark. We're going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Coach Reid, there's some reports out there that you might retire. I think I'm going to hang around. Uh, I'm not going to say dynasty yet. We're not done. So I'm not going to say dynasty yet. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a monster truck driver to deliver pizza. And the neighbors are going wild. You can hear that engine from a mile away, Fran. And he's foregoing the driveway and heading right up the lawn and over the azaleas. What a power move. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. With six-foot tires and a roll cage, this pizza guy can quite literally crush the competition. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Uh, sire? Mm-hmm. Um, I just graduated first in my class at Stonemasonry School. I know. That's why we hired you. Yeah, cool. Uh, but I was wondering why all I've been doing is sweeping the floors and providing slot for the hogs. Well, how else do you think you learned to stonemason? By stonemasoning, maybe? <laughs> how does that make any sense? Throughout history, people have always been undervalued at work. That's why Monster lets you search salary by major. Find your job at monster.com or download the app. Michael sitting in for Jack today. I'm old Dylan's young. The summer wind came blowing in <laughs> from across the sea. It Any reason for this selection, Dylan? To touch your I thought I might stump you somehow, but as soon as he started singing, I was, I was like, it just gives it away immediately. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Pretty easy one I like, for you today. I like you thinking outside the box, though. And then I do just, I love Sinatra, so it's an excuse to play. Yeah. Yeah, between this and, uh, let's see, I did it my way, Fly Me to the Moon. And you know where I like him the most? What's that? Christmas, mu- Christmas music. Oh, yeah. Very good. He's got a... He's got a duo with Cindy Lauper, I feel like. The world was new. And he sings Jingle Bells. Oh. Old Blue Eyes, Frank Sinatra. I'm not mad at you for picking Sinatra. Makes me feel a little warmer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So a little bit later on, coming up, uh, well... 16 minutes from now, it's the Pulse, Pat Strothman. So stick around for that. I know you would anyway. But if you're out and about in Wichita today, or if you're not, get out and about and head over to Rainier Arms Firearms Academy. It's 2831 North Greenwich. We're there a lot. We love those guys out there. And they've got all kinds of great programs, classes, shooting bays, all kinds of stuff. Like I said, very big, very modern, very well lit. And it's in a good area of town out there north k96 uh things are booming out there but head in there to rainier arms tell them that you heard about them on espn wichita 92.3 you get a free range pass 
If you haven't been in there, you owe it to yourself. If you like guns, you're a gun enthusiast, or you know somebody that is, you're you're related to one, uh, in a relationship with one, they've got all kinds of classes out there that make learning how to handle a firearm very, um, I don't want to say easy, but certainly not nerve-wracking at all. They're great people out there, and almost everybody that works there is a former military man or woman, and... They're very polite, very great people. So we love them out there, and Pat will be out there from 2 to 4. So we encourage you to get out there and go by and see Pat and tell him you heard about him on ESPN Wichita, and you get a free range pass too. 2831 North Greenwich, Rainier Arms Firearms Academy. That's where Pat is right now. He's standing by waiting for us to finish up here. I'm old Jack Young, though, on February 17. That's today. We have... Born Day, this is a pretty big, uh, pretty important Born Day, and I feel like Dylan kind of backs into these. You get the good ones, and you get the, I want to say the easy ones. because Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, so you read my mind. And, okay, first of all. I already saw you, it. That's not fair. Uh, well. Like, look, I saw it earlier on TV, I mean. You'd be blind not to see it. I, I yeah. figured you'd see it. Yeah. He's 60. Uh, five-time NBA MVP, six-time NBA champion uh, with the Chicago Bulls. But, thankfully, there are more. You can crank up that Buffalo Springfield if you want to a little bit more. Um, Al Harrington, 43. Oh, was it basketball? Yes. Drew Barry, 50. Uh, golf? No. He's one of the Barry brothers. Basketball players. Uh, who's the uh, Brent Barry, Drew Barry, and who's the other one? Scooter used to play for KU back in the day. Maybe Brent Barry's the most famous one. They're the son of. Rick Barry. Oh, I almost said it. See, I'm not. My NFL knowledge is way more than my basketball. I need to catch up. Okay. All right. But yes, I almost said Rick Barry, but I was like, oh, that might sound dumb. But no, you should have. Yes. Missed opportunity. Yeah. No dumb answers here on the Shane Dennis show, especially during uh, I'm old Dylan's young. Tommy Moe, 53. Baseball. No. Uh, I, I thought it not was. a big four. This this is tough. This is a tougher one. Um, and you would have had to been of a certain age to know this. He's a uh, skier and an Olympic gold and silver medalist back in the 90s for us. Ah, uh, yeah. Tommy Moe, born in Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, LaVon Kirkland. A former Steeler. 54. Very good. Yes. Joel Steed. Same day, same year. He's also 54. Joel Steed? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with baseball. Kind of a trick question, only not. He was a teammate with LaVon Kirkland. Oh, man. Same sport, same team. Joel Steed was a nose tackle. Same day, same year. Another guy that's 54 today. David Klingler. Basketball? No. Former Raider and Bengal quarterback. Out of the University of Houston, record-setting 
college football quarterback David Klingler. He was in the run and shoot right before Andre Ware was down there. Ah. Brian Cox, 55. Man. I feel like that name is in, like, every single sport, so I'm going to go with baseball. <laughs> football. Ah. Another football player. Man, I'm I, missed, you, I'm I literally said I up. had football knowledge yeah. and I just missed three in a row. So Yeah, you did. False advertising. Uh, Luke Robitaille, 57. Football. You want a hint? Yes. He was born in Montreal, Quebec. Hockey. Yes. That always does the trick for Jack, too. Good job. <laughs> Buster only 59. Baseball. Kind of. More specific. <laughs> Journalism. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sports columnist. Uh, born on the stay now dead. You have to rack your brain on this one. Rick Majerus. Uh, basketball? Coach? Yeah, form, former coach. Okay. Yes. Yes. Died in 2012. Was, Was he, he the UNLV? Uh, maybe. Utah. Ah, close. Five-time whack coach of the year for Utah, yeah. You're all around it. Jim Brown, 87. Uh, football. See, I told you. There we Jim go. Brown, Michael Jordan, Buster Olney. Um, who else did we say that uh, was probably way up there here? LaVon Kirkland, kind of, sort of, but Kinda. not quite... Drew Barry didn't doesn't quite rise to that level, but yeah. Um, another couple for you. Here's uh, this is more history lesson because these guys are really really old. Born on this day, now dead. He would be 115 if he were still alive. Red Barber. Ah. Hmm. I want to say baseball. Yes. American baseball broadcaster, legend. National or like specific, like a team specific? Um, national. Gotcha. Basically, because he was with the Reds, Brooklyn Dodgers, and the Yankees. So he bounced around, but he was nationally known. Yeah. Look at the Reds. Him and Al Michaels, basically. And probably some more, I'm sure. But Al Michaels also started with the Reds. Really? Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Uh, also born on this day, now dead. Buddy Ryan. Uh, the 46 defense for the Bears? Is that what it was That's called? That's right. That's right. Yep. Did you see the 30 for 30 on the 85 Bears? Oh, yeah. I, I got to get to the Baltimore one, too. But I, yes, it's a good one. Yeah. The Bullies of Baltimore. I've seen it. Oh, was it's it good? Bas- yeah, it was. It was basically them um, kind of just having a round table. You had... Trent Dilfer, Jamal Lewis, Ray Lewis, Tony Siragusa when he was alive, and that was kind of a sad part because he's since checked out. Yeah, uh, Brian Billick was there. Um, you know all the all the main pieces and main parts. They had cool stories, and as I'm sure you agree, any thirty for thirty is pretty well done. So, yeah. and a lot of people who are great on television too. Like yeah. Oh, Shannon, Shannon Sharp. He, Shannon Sharp is a lot yep. of them were on TV. Yep. That's right. That's right. And Brian Billick is on TV too. So, and now Trent Trent Dilfer is a coach. Yeah. 
So yeah, bullies of Baltimore was good, but like I said, all those, all those thirty for thirties are must sees. So yeah. And let's see, we have any more to wrap the week up with? That was good, good pull by Red Barber. Oh, here's one, Wally Pip, eighteen ninety three. Oh, a great story for anyone that wants to call in sick. Excellent, good, yes. Dylan, good. Enlighten us. And then moments we have left. Man, why why uh, is Wally Pip famous? He had, I don't know if he had a hangover or whatever it was, but he had to sit out the game that Lou Gehrig never sat out again after when he filled in for Wally Pip. And I wonder if kids nowadays know about that or tease each other and say you're going to get Wally Pipped so because that's, that's the thing. When you get off, if you haven't seen it, search Belichick Wally Pip. It's a great Julian Edelman returns a punt in preseason, <laughs> and he goes to Wes Welker and tells him the story. And it plays ah. out like that, too, which is crazy. Told him he Wally Pipped him, huh? Yes. That's awesome. W- Wally Pipp, by the way, led the league in home runs in two years for the Yankees, 1916 and 1917. So he wasn't just some schmuck. All right, Dylan, great job. Have a great weekend, buddy. Appreciate you, as, well, you, as always. All right. For Dylan, I'm Shane. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, everybody. But stick around and go by and see Pulse, uh, Pat, with the Pulse, at Rainier Arms, Firearms Academy at 2831 North Greenwich. Two to four, the Pulse is at Rainier. So stick around for that. It's next. Sunday on ESPN Radio. The spotlight turns to the NBA's best. Here comes Showtime with the hammer. Together, Kumbo rocks the rim. Team LeBron and Team Giannis go head-to-head in the NBA 72nd NBA All-Star Game in Salt Lake City. 